the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaitman, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and welcome to Tuesday. Uh, we're, we're working on some technical things with our YouTube broadcast, but we are going to have this thing up and working any minute now. Uh, Joe Jake with Jason Walker, and we've got Jay Powell getting ready to talk at the Economics Club in Washington. Yes, if you could just be part of the big club, everything else would be A-OK, but uh, gold and silver rallying. My guess is, this is me guessing, uh, Jay Powell is going to continue uh, to that dovishness. And if he says anything at all, who knows? He may not even bring it up. I'm sure that he may. Uh, we do have Fed governors talking over the next two days. Neil Kashkari was out today. He's the Minneapolis Fed chief. Uh, he's still sticking to five and a quarter. Five, I'm sorry, 5.4. 5.4, which would mean... Five and a quarter and five and a half on the Fed funds rate, uh, which right now we sit between four and a half and four seven five. So he's he's saying now, and then again we don't know, but if we're going to go quarter of a point, he's essentially saying, hey, we're going to need a quarter of a point in March, and then another quarter of a point in May. And then possibly even one more. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but, but that seems to be, that's the highest number, uh, from the Fed that we've seen. But, uh, again, this could be a very strong day if Jay Powell is, uh, dovish and talks about, uh, inflation coming down, talking about, uh, soft landings and all that other stuff. It'll be interesting to see if he comments on that jobs number, uh, that we saw, uh, on Friday. All, all of that remains to be seen. Uh, it's gonna be, uh, I guess interesting, uh, at the least. And hopefully, uh, Jason will be, uh, logging on and joining us here in, in just a minute. We finally got everything working. Uh, the way it should. We did get more layoff announcements. Uh, Dell, the biggest one, uh, wanting to lay off 6,500 workers. That's kind of a, now again, that's global. So we'll see how many are here in the U.S. Uh, but as far as economic data out, n- not a lot, not a lot of economic data out. Uh, mostly everybody trying to figure out what the Federal Reserve is going to do, what the Federal Reserve is going to say next. And I see uh, Jason is here. I don't know if he can hear me. Jason, can you hear me? Jason, can no, you hear you me? I, I heard you the whole, the, whole, the whole time I heard you, Joe. <laughs> I heard the whole open. So now we'll, we'll see what Joe, uh, Jerome Powell has to say, right? You know, it's a... Uh, it's, it's it's a whole lot about nothing most of the time, but uh, you know they're gonna do what they're gonna do, Joe. They, he's uh they, yes, they got the grand yes. plan. They well, got 
It's like a He-Man. They, he's got the power, right? <laughs> they think they, you know what? That's probably the biggest, the biggest misnomer that somehow these guys have all this power. They don't. They, they, they want to believe that they do. They don't know, uh, their hand from their ass. Pardon my language. I mean, just look at what they project all the time. Uh, we did get trade deficit numbers out and also interest on the debt numbers out uh, that will bring to you both of let's just put it this way Jason both of these numbers approaching a trillion dollars this is not good this is not healthy uh, by the way the trade deficit it was a new all-time record uh, and that's wealth leaving this country people need to understand what that really means that's money that leaves the United States that doesn't come back Right, that's that giant sucking sound. When we talk about, hey, the standard of living seems to be declining and the role of government seems to be expanding. Jason, you can point to this number. Listen, we haven't run a trade surplus since 1973. Yeah, and then that's the the key year. You you listen to that. Uh, 1973, uh, Joe, you say wealth leaving the country. Well, what's happened since 1973? What countries have benefited from this deficit. Well, Saudi Arabia is pretty big and powerful. China's doing pretty big and powerful stuff, right? There's a lot of economies doing a lot of building. Japan was in the 80s. Remember that everyone thought the, that the Japan was going to buy the whole world out, remember? So that's, that was wealth leaving the country, Joe. Yeah, and you know Brazil, India, South Korea, right? But but you, you all the we know who the bigger players are. Uh, and now you know it's so funny because uh, Janet yelling out, you know she she just needs to go away. Uh, her and Joe, can we just package them up? Can we get a package deal, right? And send them both out to pasture. Uh, this is, this woman was out here a few years ago telling us we need to go big, right? Spend, spend, spend. Uh, and now, all of a sudden, with inflation re- rearing its head, the interest payments on the debt, uh, Jason, we're talking about a doubling of interest rate payments. Uh, they're, they're, they're saying that $820, $840 billion uh, in interest payments alone. And here's the problem. Neil Kaskari said, hey, listen, we're still not done. We're still not done. And think about all the short-term debt. Think about all the debt that's two years old, five years old, seven years old, ten years old. That was all done at near zero. Now, now we've got to re, we got to re-up it. And now we got to pay three percent, four percent, five percent. These numbers are going to get huge. I mean, we're going to be spending uh, very shortly here. Well over a trillion dollars just on interest to support this debt, Jason. This house of cards, believe me, we may not know when, but this house of cards is definitely going to come down. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. A quick look here at the markets. Uh, the Dow's down 100 points. Uh, the, NAS, uh, the S&P's down to the NASDAQ's up 30 uh gold's up 8 1875 silver's up uh 12 cents at 2236 and uh crude oil uh is up as well uh 76 dollars for that's for nymex uh brent crude uh, as we talked about yesterday saudi arabia raising prices brent crude's at 82 dollars 
and 50 cents. Uh, this market recap brought to you by our friends at Y-Refi. Uh, you've heard Jason and I have been talking about them here for the last couple of months. Uh, great annualized rates of return. It's all guaranteed. You, no guessing. You don't have to worry about, is Jay Powell going to say something crazy today? Is he going to say something the markets don't like? Is he going to be too bullish? Is he going to be too bearish? It doesn't matter where where the rates are going. Are, are we going into a soft landing, a hard landing? Is the house of cards going to completely collapse? You're locked in up to 10.25% returns. Here's the catch. So you got to have 50 grand. Great news now. You can use an existing IRA to do it. Check them out. Invest. Yrefi.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them, 888-Y-REFI-24, uh, and they'll they'll walk you through the, the whole process. And, Jason, I'm going to tell you, it, it really is uh, interesting as we're starting to see some numbers come in. Trade deficit, almost a trillion dollars. A new all-time record deficit with China. So think about this. China, about $600 billion, uh, in deficit. You know, they're, they're the, the lion's share of this thing. Now, here's the good news, I guess. Uh, when we looked at the Chinese trade deficit numbers, $690 billion of total merchandise trade, uh, between us in China. That just merchandise. Uh, but we did get, we get some banking stuff because, so everyone knows, let's remind people, Jason, about what NAFTA and GATT were really all about. Remember those free trade agreements with the, what was that started, the talk started with Bush Sr., uh, really got rolling, uh, with Bill Clinton. Uh, and remember, they even had, think about how good the spin is. They even had union reps going on CNBC and going on TV and telling everybody, man, this is a great deal. The Chinese, and they need microwaves and blenders and cars and computers. And, and yeah, it's going to be great. Of course, then they finally figured out, oh, wait, you're not going to build that stuff here? Matter of fact, wait, I'm losing my job. So it can be built over there. Well, let me tell you what the trade-off was. Listen, this was all set up by bankers. They wanted to give Chinese credit cards. They wanted access to Chinese debt markets. And they've gotten it. And, and to give you an example, when you factor in all of it, all of the trade, uh, it comes in at 680, or I'm sorry, $383 billion. So we did get, our banks got about $300 billion worth of fees, I guess, Jason. Uh, but, but that's, the, that was the trade that we made. I mean, most people don't remember it. They want you to forget it. They don't want you to know what it really was all about. Well, right, Joe. And, and what, what happened is, is, uh, these union heads that you're talking about, they, they they voted for it. they were big on it because because they're in a little corner of the world their their company was going to say hey we're gonna we're gonna have all this business but what what always happens what you know it's, this is the thing they did we don't talk about enough is well the big company comes in 
hey, we're going to buy you out, and this will even be better for you because you know you there's, you guys got some some bills that you can't pay or whatever that whatever the situation is. The big company comes in, takes over the small company, and they go to China, and so then the unions, you know, hey, we had a great situation, and they blame the big company for buying them out instead of blaming themselves for voting in and pushing stuff that destroyed their company, Joe. So that's you know, and, and the debt, the, you know, the, you know the, the interest on the debt, Joe. Uh, it's interesting how the, the Fed's supposed to be tapering off, right? And they're supposed to be selling off their balance sheet. And I don't think they're selling any treasuries. I, I think that's zero. I think what's happening is only the treasuries that are coming off their balance sheet are the ones that are maturing. So just as you said, the, the low interest, the 0% interest rate stuff that they bought 10 years ago, eight years ago, five years ago, that's coming off their sheets. All the, all the heavier interest stuff that's being added on or uh, that they have to buy up or, you know, cause it's always a buy and sell situation. That's all that's left on their sheets, Joe. So it's, this debt's going to get worse. That 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 record uh, interest payments on the debts that's going to keep going up, and uh, everything else. Just, it's, you got got a nice one rolling today. There's uh, the, the, all these things are just situation of America's uh, giving away what we had, which was uh, global dominance and, and in the economy for better or for worse. America had that for World War II, Joe. It's just been slowly eroded. And and when we look at uh, so we understand the trade deficit. Right, almost a trillion, just missed yep. a trillion dollars this year. Trillion That's dollars. Close. Interest on the debt, we just hit a new high point. $850 billion. By the way, uh, Mike Shedlock, uh, he does great work. He's the one uh, that provided uh, the, the, the update here. $850 billion in interest alone. Uh, and, and looks like 2023, 2024, it'll be close. Depending on how high rates go, uh, we're going to spend over a trillion dollars in, in just in interest uh, on this debt. And here's the problem. The problem is it's not like the debt's getting smaller while we're spending this. This, this is like uh, you're paying, you're not even paying the minimum balance on the credit card. Right, you're 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 paying the minimum, but your your the 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 amount you owe keeps going up, right? You know that that's the problem, right? They 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 think that this is an unlimited credit card, Jason, and the answer, quite frankly, is uh, it is unlimited. The problem is that the standard of living collapses as that minimum payment continues to to. To be consume more and more and more of our tax base. I mean, think about this right now. We're approaching about 25% of all tax collection is now going to the interest on the debt. The problem is the debt's been going to be growing by another two to three trillion dollars a year up of what it is that we're already short. Yeah, Joe, interest. Paying interest, I mean, it's a bad thing. Being in debt's a bad thing. However, uh, getting a loan is not a bad thing. It's, you know, it's just the facts of life. You can't just buy a house cash. People just can't just put the money together. How many years would it take for you to, to, to just save it all up and then buy it? You'd be, you know, in retirement age for most people or very old. But interest, people don't understand that how debt erodes your ability for your future to be bright. Um, if you have a mortgage, and these houses are huge now, these, these mortgages are massive. And if you have like a $400,000 mortgage or a $300,000 mortgage somewhere in the middle there, you know, very likely, uh, even if you had a good interest rate, the old interest rates before, before everything went up last year, 
you could be paying like $900 of interest on your loan. You know, it could be a thousand, it could be $1,100 of interest, but at $900, that's $10,000 a year. If you're at the beginning of your loan, you'll put $50,000 into the bank's hands for the privilege of borrowing the money to get a house. Uh, when Joe's bringing the numbers about the interest being paid on the federal debt that we have, a trillion dollars is where we're headed per year. Joe, I mean, it, it, I mean, what are they even bringing in in taxes? I mean, they're only bringing in like a little over a trillion dollars, or two trillion, three trillion dollars no, in, in but, taxes, well, right? All taxes, God, well, it depends on how you clar- clarify. So let's the government will tell you they bring in four point five trillion dollars in taxes, uh, which is true, but the biggest piece of that is is your payroll tax, FICA. Right, that's Social Security, Medicare. So that that money comes in and goes right back out. Right, I mean that 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 essentially uh, is already right. Medicare, uh, Social Security, we're already spending more uh, going out than it's coming in, and we're you know got that fake surplus thing that we'll do a, a, a different show on. But when you really think about it, you, you throw that out. You're, you're really at that point where it's almost, I mean, we're getting really, really close to excluding, uh, FICA, payroll tax. It's like for every $2 that comes in, $1 going to interest. And, and the problem is over the next, now, again, think about this. The problem really magnifies over the next 10 years, especially if we don't go back to zero. If interest rates have to stay high, and I'm going to tell you right now, there's a big article out about 10 years of stagflation is probably what we need uh, to get used to because a lot of this debt, the the two-year, the five-year, the seven-year, the 10-year notes, most of that was bought at an interest rate of less than 1%. Right? In the case of a two-year note, heck, the two-year note for a while, it was down to like three-tenths of a percent. Right? I mean, 10-year note got a low of like half of a percent there for a minute. Now you got, not only do you got to redo it, now all of a sudden imagine having to redo it at 4%, 5%, 6%. That, that is uh, like catastrophic in terms of how much more it cost us when we did all this borrowing. Like I said, Janet Yellen was out there screaming from the rooftops to go big. Let's just borrow it while it's all cheap. Nobody wanted to worry. Hey, we'll worry about Jason, they have no intentions of paying this off. And I think this is why you're going to see this digital currency. Well, and, and Joe, if we get into a, a more logical interest rate, which is, you know, we're around 5% now, right? The Fed's rate is around 5%. Uh, if, they're, if they're having this reset the table, so to speak, economically, uh, you, you can't have 0%. That's that's not logical. So if you have all this, you know, all the, the trillions of dollars that the Fed's holding and, and all this debt is in this low interest, because all this debt, most of it, Joe, is being held since 2008. It's all that 10-year stuff. It's, it's all the low 0% interest, all those Obama years, all that 0% interest debt that they bought. Uh, no one's going to buy that if if they can buy treasuries at you know at the new Fed rate of five percent. So they have to let all that stuff expire off the books. This is why we could have ten years, Joe, of the markets down off their highs, and 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 if slowly you have to get into that higher interest rate, all the treasuries so that you could buy and sell that stuff, Joe. Because 
right? I'm really, who's going to buy the Fed's 0% interest treasuries, right? I wouldn't want that, I mean, would you? You really got to put all the pieces together. You know, we started out with the trade deficit number. Listen, that allowed uh, for the Fed and the government, our government, we went on a big debt run. Right. We had some fake surpluses and those first those first few years of debt and gap, we had some fake Clinton surpluses. And then all of a sudden the debt just just goes crazy. Right. But we were able to what? Get some cheaper stuff. Right. We had, you know, I, 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 we had uh, periods where remember the Fed was kept saying for years, oh, we just can't get the two percent inflation. You know, it's, inflation's too low. And now now fast forward, you know, Jason, we talked about China. Listen, the Chinese, granted, they don't make anywhere close to what we make, but they're making decent money. You know, they're making decent money stuff. Stuff is now more expensive. The that 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 era of cheapness is gone. And then you throw ridiculous monetary policy by our central bank. Listen, zero interest rates for 15 years. That was absolute asinine policy. And look at what they did. Just go pull up a chart of the debt. 2005, the debt was what, five? Five trillion? Six trillion? Right now we're at 40. Between the Fed's balance sheet and what we got at the government, we're at 40, and we did all of that at zero. And guess what? Now it's time to pay, right? The interest, the interest is coming due, and that's going to be a big problem. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. A final day of $20 gold pieces at 2095 uh, right now gold's up a dozen um, probably be 2150 tomorrow that's my if it was here uh, just remember I'm expecting the Jay Powell that we got on Wednesday so now it's Tuesday we did get that crazy jobs report on Friday but gold before that jobs report it was $1,960 before that jobs report came out. We could, we could, it's possible, very possible that we can see gold move pretty strongly, uh, when Jay Powell starts talking. If we get the same Jay Powell, Jason, that we had on Wednesday, put these 20s away. This is, it, it really is an incredible opportunity at 800 951 zero five nine two uh silver up 13 cents right now and jason we talked about the probability of stagflation uh we we've also talked about okay we're starting just now to see the ramifications of all the borrowing we did at zero percent right when we know they didn't borrow at zero but close to zero all of that gets rolled over. The vast majority of U.S. debts, and when we look at that $40 trillion, not all of it is due every year. But the vast majority of it is due in the next 10 years. The vast majority. And, and so every year we go, right, it, it just takes that interest payment, and you just start adding. And unfortunately for us, at the size we're talking about, 
You're adding hundreds of billions of dollars a year. Hundreds of billions. And, and, and in this case here, we could see a year where all of a sudden it's four or five hundred billion dollars in added interest payments, Jason. Yeah, that's right. And, and, uh, so some of this debt has probably got some interest on it. I mean, some of this is this 30 year debt that might have been bought even before 2008. So some of that stuff's probably, probably hold, country's probably holding on to that. Uh, ever since we got into the zero percent range, uh, but imagine uh, the the trillion or so that uh, China's holding, and the almost trillion uh, or so that Japan is holding. Well, how much of that is zero percent uh, from the zero percent days, right, Joe? And so they, I don't think a lot of that's thirty years. Yeah, some, some them, they're going to hold. They don't buy a lot of thirty year, right? When when it's foreign governments, they're, they're usually holding two years and less. Why? Because they're holding it to buy stuff later. Right. They, you know, they, this is how little trust they have. They don't leave the money in the bank. Right. <laughs> we're not leaving that money in the bank. No way. Right. We're going to go buy a treasury note and we'll, we'll spend it later. That's why I said the vast majority really, uh, you know, like on a yearly number, I'll have to look it up, but about a little, probably a little more than 25% of the debt has to be paid every year. So it's a big piece. It's a big number. Uh, and then, yep, you know, yep, we and- start talking. Uh, well, I, just, I was just going to say, I mean, and, you're right, and, and Joe's right, that, that you hold the short-term stuff because it's more liquid. It's, you can move it faster or it can come off your books if no one's buying it. But, Joe, it makes me wonder, at back in 2008 when we ran that Glenn Beck piece, you know, that, that, that it wasn't $5 trillion, it was $29 trillion, And they gave all this money out to these other countries. And what, what kind of promises did those countries have to make, you know, with that money they were giving up, Right. To keep everything floating right. You know, they gave uh, – Yeah, the – How much did they behind give? Behind the scenes Yep, three right. trillion to Japan, Joe. How wonder how many treasuries they had to buy to get that little bailout. Well, you know the the interesting right. thing too now uh, in looking at banks. So we just got these these numbers just came out about loans, and this is something uh, you know we talked yesterday. I shared my experience at, at a big housing development, and and uh, the the one local home builder that was in there was saying, man, we're just trying not to lay people off. Today, Ford said the exact same thing. Hey, we haven't announced mass layoffs yet, but it doesn't look like we can't go at this rate, the sales pace at this rate. The axe is going to have to start swinging soon. Dell laid off 6,500. Now, now we look at loans because that's, you know, let's face it. Our economy is driven by debt, right? We know this by loans. What are the banks saying? And here's what they're saying. Lending standards continue to get much tighter. So the banks now a lot less willing to loan to those marginals in, inside of the report. Not a single bank is forecasting a 20% or less chance of recession. None. All the banks right now in their base models are saying 40 to 80% chance of recession, which means stop loaning to marginal people. In other words, we're only going to loan money to people that really kind of don't need a loan. And then, of course, right with that, Bloomberg reporting that loan demand 
has fallen off a cliff. That's not a good sign, right, Jason? That just means more slowing is coming. It runs contrary to that jobs number from Friday, but it's another one of these, you know, another one of these pieces to the puzzle that says things may start slowing down quicker than people think. Yeah, you know, when people are running out of money, you would think that there'd be a loan demand rising. But I think with loan demand crashing, if that's if that's true, Joe, then uh, I think that just shows that everybody is already uh, loaded up to the hilt with their debt, right? Hey, I can't. Yeah, even well, this is the bank saying you, the payments. Yeah, the bank saying no, 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 you're maxed out. Now, where there's there's out. no, yeah, there's no increase. Hey, can I get a higher line? Can you increase my line? Can you raise my 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 limit on my credit card? And here's what the banks are saying: Nope, nope, because we don't like what we're seeing, and and it's going to be one of these factors that uh, that I think why we're going to get a dovish Jay Powell because he's seeing these numbers and saying, okay, that's not good. Things are slowing down. And it doesn't take long, right? I mean, you know, all of a sudden, uh, people start, uh, stop getting mortgages. People stop getting auto loans. People don't get increased lines of credit. They don't get increased credit card limits. Jason, the spending stops pretty fast. Yeah, I think for a lot of people, the spending stopped last year, you know, and now they're just trying to float. I think there's a lot of people just, just trying to float. And I think, uh, we, we've been talking about the jobs numbers being kind of a weird situation, Joe, where I think, you know, if you get two jobs, you lose one. You're not you're not unemployed, and so, so I think there's a lot of shifting and moving, and, and and people just trying to float right now. And what happens is, is eventually, it gets bad enough, especially when you have inflation uh, added on to all the other economic problems. Uh, people stop floating, Joe. They just they just crash. They just you know, and when they can't pay for stuff, nobody else gets to pay for. The banks can't pay for stuff. They can't collect on their loans, right, Joe? Banks also reported in Q4. The lowest demand for housing loans since they've been tracking it. Uh, that's a big one as well. Patriot Radio News Hour. Pick up those 20s. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, $20 gold pieces, 2095 This is it. Today is the last day. A big increase in price. Uh, coming as gold continues to rebound from from Friday, and we're anticipating more dovish talk. I mean, Kashkari's probably, and I, I don't think he's a voting member this t- this year. Uh, he, he's saying seventy five basis points is all that's left. A lot of the Fed governors are saying, "Hey, there's one hike left." There's a couple saying no hikes. Let's just say, Jason, we're between one and three rate hikes and all the garden 25 basis point variety hikes from being done. The the issue is, unfortunately for us, is I think what they're saying is, listen, we're, we're setting ourselves up for a lot of years of stagflationary times, and, and a lot of it having to do, Jason, with the fact that we went, really, when you think about it, I mean, after 9-11, Greenspan brought the rates down to 1% for about a year. Uh, then we, we got up to about 5%, and then it went zero. I mean, we, we, we've essentially are wrapping up almost 25 years of ridiculousness 
and the amount of money we borrowed and, and the interest rate. And, of course, they said it was okay because the interest was so cheap. The problem would be, well, that would be great if you were getting ready to pay it off, right? If, if hey, Okay, interest rates are rising. Let's start paying this thing off. Uh-uh. Right now we're talking about, hey, not only are we not paying it off, the interest alone is just adding to the debt. I mean, think about it. We could see a situation in 2023 where interest payments alone add another half a trillion dollars on top of a debt that's already a couple trillion dollars. Yeah, yeah, Joey. The higher the debt goes, the more interest you pay. That's just it's simple mathematics, and uh, so so we'll uh, we'll keep watching because you know you know the, Biden's still president, so he might want to just go spend another one and a half trillion. <laughs> just keep piling it on, you know, because hey, uh, hey, the debt ceiling, debt ceiling, what's that, right? It's it's just it's just an obstacle that needs to be removed, right? So you know, it, it, the Ponzi scheme will go as long as people keep. Having faith in it, Joe, that if they see a hundred dollar bill and they keep thinking that this is a great thing to have in your hand, and uh, when they convince us of uh, or convince the average American of of this digital currency being the new great thing, uh, if people keep you know to keep having faith because because the Federal Reserve system is is the most successful religion in human history. It's it's based on faith, and it's look how big it is. It's it's these numbers, Joe, are, are just. It's just made-up nonsense, and people just keep feeding the system. They keep having faith in what this is, and and, and the, the cracks are happening, right, Joe? It's just it's, to tell you the truth, the whole this whole century so far is is showing cracks, cracks, cracks. It's, it's almost like a huge slow motion crash of the entire system, Joe. It just never quite goes, does it? It's always just cracking and cracking, and it just feels like we're getting really close to a huge reset that they're out loud speaking about, Joe. Well, and again, you can't bring interest rates back to zero when you have inflation running. Or can't? Well, they could, right? They could. Good. I mean, they won't. <laughs> let's face it. They went a whole year, a whole year longer at zero, right? Because they were trying to convince you it was transitory. Now they're trying to tell you it's disinflation and and all these other nonsensical terms. Listen, when you're still creating trillions of dollars out of thin air, Jason, that's inflation. That's period. It's you know the pricing follows after that. Yeah, I, I, the rates aren't going to go down for a while, and if they do try it, they may try it sometime next year. But I. I don't see them going to zero, and and I think that the next trick will be keeping the rates at a certain level above zero, two, three percent, four percent, whatever, whatever it is, and printing. I think they'll have quantitative easing uh, with higher interest rates. Show that's and just think what that's going to do with the interest on the debt. Show <laughs> right, start printing and, and leave the interest rate three. Right, what is that? What is that interest uh, payments going to be then? Yeah, I mean, again, what, what else do you do? And again, this is why, you know, today the UK central bank, yeah, we got to have a digital currency, right? They're setting us up. Understand that it's not like we're just switching over, right? I know that's what they want you to believe. Oh, don't worry. Hey, and a lot of you out there, uh, don't, you don't have any money anyway. You, you, everything you do is on, on a card. Right? Very rarely, you know, if, if you have cash in your wallet, you're lucky if you got like 20 bucks. Right? You know, a lot of people out there like that's uh, what man. I got forty dollars in my wallet. Wow, I, I heard that's a lot to have in there because I just use my cards. And they think 
that going to the digital is just a hey, the the okay so I won't have forty dollars in my wallet anymore but it'll work no that's not what we're talking about listen there's a reset that comes with that that's why I keep telling you quit being a damn idiot and leaving all that money in the bank you're just asking for them to steal it from you Jay, Jason I mean it's just that simple. Yeah, I saw a big, big indication of the digital money system coming in just yesterday. Uh, I went to uh, late lunch, early dinner with 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 Jack and my my wife, and we went to pick up a few groceries at at a, at a King Supers we don't normally go to, uh, one of the bigger, newer ones. And they have the entrance and the exit caged in now. You come in, Joe, and you have to go through the gates. You know, kind of like Walmart's that have these at Walmart's, but yeah, but but now the, there's like a there's like the fence that goes around. You're in a cage, and you have to. The door's open, you walk through, right? And then when you leave, you have to go through the cage to get out. Right, Joe? Is it kind of getting ready for having no, uh, no cashier anymore, right? You know, the, the whole, uh, well, yeah. cl- click your, click your card to get in and then, uh, everything is chipped and it'll just read your chips as you walk out the door. And it's funny, Joe, how we have this, this bag fee and all the getting rid of bags. Walmart in our state just got rid of all the bags completely. Well, you bring your own bags in. Now you, now you don't, you know. They, you don't, you don't, they don't have the expense of the bags and, and that whole that whole checkout situation, Joe. It sure sounds, sure feels like King Supers and Walmart's here in Colorado. They're getting ready for that digital money, Joe. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. gold. I can't, I've done all I can. If you're not smart enough uh, to take advantage, that's on you. Uh, gold's going a lot higher. $2,095 at 800-951-0592. And Jason, uh, just, just hitting, uh, Mannheim, uh, they, they, they track used vehicle prices, right? Used vehicle prices dropping like a stone. Not anymore. Used vehicle prices jumped two and a half percent from December to January, saying a spike in demand. Because nobody can afford to buy a new car. Uh, get ready. Ford uh, saying that they're they're talking about laying off 25% of their engineers. Get ready. Uh, and then how about this? Last week we had one of the largest egg farms in the United States catch on fire and 100,000 birds burnt to death. Uh, new Zealand, their largest egg farm. 75,000 hens caught on fire and they all burned. I mean, does this happen like on the regular? You know, Joe, it's, it's perplexing. I mean, uh, we, we reported it, I think it was is, last is it year. Me? All of those, all those places that burned down, Joe, I, I, how, how come suddenly all these places are burning down to the ground and having weird accidents and planes crashing into buildings? You know, it's, it's, it's another one of those things. We, we have, economic stress all over the place and then you have all the weird stuff right you add the weird stuff that never happened before happening now right it's it's it definitely feels like uh, obviously a, a a a purposeful event being perpetuated against the citizen we're being moved joe and there's nothing we can do about it right you know hey don't pump any oil right joe because that wouldn't help their oil price so we don't we don't need the gas prices to be lower right so of course we're not going to pump oil right yeah and it, i don't know it's just weird i mean uh, you know, bird flu is one thing, but I, I don't know. I mean, I don't follow it enough, but it just seems like in the last year, year and a half, uh, th- this incredible amount of food processing, and it doesn't matter from, from salads to chickens, it's, it's, everything's catching on fire and, and, and blowing up and, and just weird stuff. And, and, and again, I, I don't, 
I don't know how it works, but it just seems like, uh, how, how do you lose 100,000 hens in one fire? And this one, uh, 75,000 in one fire, and, and, and you're not talking about, and apparently that's a pretty big operation. I mean, I, I don't know, but that was the largest in New Zealand. I know the one in Connecticut was one of the largest here in the U.S. The news is is bought and paid for. The, the mass media is just a, a small handful of companies. So whatever they want you to see is what you will see. So, Joe, I mean, why do I get the feeling we've had balloons flying over us for years and years, and, and somebody's taking pictures of these balloons, and nobody nobody puts it on the news, and suddenly now you know, they have to term it the, the Chinese spy balloons immediately cast eyes as this huge thing we should look, be looking up at and being afraid of. I think about it. How crazy is this stuff, Joe? So suddenly a, a, so, a balloon with some satellite attached to it is, is flying above, and, and that's got to be the biggest news story that everyone should be looking at. Every single thing, what? though, is just is just being led in some direction. You know, the, the great way to do EMP attacks, uh, right, gathering information. Uh, the I just saw a, a thing where China's now got more ICBM launchers than we do. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, NORAD now is saying, well, yeah, we didn't tell anybody, but yeah, uh, after the fact, uh, these balloons may have been in U.S. airspace uh, previously, but we deemed them not to be a threat, so we didn't tell anybody. That's kind of the new line. Well, well what is it? <laughs> I think more pictures are coming out from uh, maybe 10 or 5 years ago, Joe, and now they have to explain what, what about all these other pictures that are popping up, right? <laughs> Listen. Uh-oh. Don't take any chances. Get that gold put away. 800-951-0592. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.